money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Oh, good. This morning, because it's morning and we're all (laughs) still sipping our coffees, I'll do the introduction and say, this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. We were talking the other day. We want you, the listener, to you know come to the uh, get the couch if you can, or if you're in the car, great. But grab your coffee, engage in the conversation, and and so Rebecca was just saying she saw an advertisement for some mugs, and we're like, okay, so what do we put on the mugs so we can you know have more than enough? Uh, let's talk money mugs so that you know we can start giving them out. We haven't figured that out yet, but there it is. Just so you can have your let's t- yeah, I know. So or up, they can have your their chair. CHRI mug right yeah, now. Or CHRI but mug. for some people, they're not listening in the morning. Sometimes for some people on uh, the podcast, it could be like in the middle of the night. So well, the point was <laughs> that you you grab your coffee and and or, you know if yes. coffee's your thing, maybe it's tea, maybe it, whatever hot water with lemon, as we all yeah, whatever it is. But. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, we're here. <laughs> Great. So if you do need to go back, we are in November. And uh, one of the, the big, I would say, atmosphere changes in November, it's like the change in weather. We get this, this gets colder, all that stuff, the time change. And all of a sudden, there's a significant sales pressure in the, <laughs> in the sales environment. You start seeing the advertisement and all. So we're not at the Black Friday show. That's a couple weeks away. No, it's next week. It's next week. Next week's Black Friday next already. Week is Black. American See, Thanksgiving. I, I was picking up on that. Yeah, I know. You are sensing the shopping bug. <laughs> yes, it's what you're picking up on. Anyway, today we have, I know you, you and I are in a great mood together today. <laughs> Uh, poor Ray. Anyway, Ray Borg is here from Compass Canada. Welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, today is a special show as we look and anticipate Black Friday coming. Um, and one of the thoughts that we had for this show um, was we're going to get a little more personal with Ray because we're looking at you know Black Friday and we're going to do a show about Black Friday and throw some stats at you next week and all of that. Um, but we want to look at the simplicity of life and we're not talking minimalism although there is there are minimalists out there and there's a new trend for minimalism and one of these days we're going to do a show on that Mm -hmm. but um sometimes our journeys call us into simplifying our life because we either we're forced to because of job transitions Mm -hmm. or choices or sickness and what does it mean to really step back financially into some simplicity that helps us save money like that's the long and short of it but and we we do find that the 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 quicker you can recognize the transition and the quicker you can in sense respond to the 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 transition especially when there's a reduction in income right when Mm -hmm. when you have a reduction of income you can go, oh, well, what am I going to do? Well, you have to, in a sense, respond pretty quick. We have to make some changes in our spending. We have to maybe reorganize some stuff. There's some real 
tangible, tactile things that need to do, get done when there's a reduction in income into the family. But one thing that, because we start the show usually with scripture, there's one thing that came to my mind when I thought of Ray and Arlene. And Ray and Arlene have been friends of ours, we figure, probably for about seven years around that. And so we've been able to watch um, them journey through a certain uh, portion of their life where they've had to make. It's some- a pretty daring thing to be friends with uh, <laughs> Dave and Reb in finances. And, yeah. and, and uh, anyway, <laughs> Ray's but- <laughs> going to comment on that as we leave the yeah. studio. <laughs> but one of the, the thoughts that came to me when I thought about their journey over the last seven years is that God has been establishing their hearts. And there's a verse in James 5 that says, um, you also be patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Now, if you go, can take your scripture and go read that section of James 5, it's quite a beautiful um, picture of God calling us to wait like a farmer waits for um, provision from his field. And But I love that phrase, um, be patient establish your hearts. And when I think of you, Ray, and what I've seen you go through, it's how your heart has been established in the Lord. And what does that mean? Well, the actual Greek word means um, uh, to make stable, to be set fast, to be strengthened, to be firm, and to confirm in one's mind. And in relation to the Lord, this the journey that you have been on, just having to simplify your life financially has also been a place spiritually. It's been kind of mirrored to me when I see it, where we can either freak out and get anxious. And I'm not saying that you didn't have those Mm -hmm. moments. But over the long term, God, these journeys, these intersections in our life can either draw us further into the heart of God or further away. And in your case, I've seen it draw you further in, where you have set your mind really on what the Lord has called you to and what he wants to do in your life and heart by transforming you. Mm-hmm. So um, you're going to share some of your story this morning. <laughs> Which is a very vulnerable thing. Mm -hmm. And he does know he's doing this. We Mm -hmm. did ask him. (laughs) And we got Arlene's permission as well. (laughs) That's right. Um, So could you summarize, I guess just off the bat, kind of a circumstance that led you to a journey where you learned you had to do some things different financially? Well, it would have begun back in uh, the spring of uh, 2014. I think during one of my quiet times with the Lord, I felt the Lord saying, I want you to draw aside and have some time with me. And um, I was kind of pondering, what does that really mean? What does that look like practically? Um, But I had a sense he wanted my full-time attention. And so I was pondering it, and I was down actually in Dallas for a conference. And while at staying at Friends down in Dallas, had a dream. And... um, it had to do with my work um, and my colleagues and being a, a consultant to the federal government, to a crown corporation. Some of those people were in my dream as well. So it was pretty clear for me. And um, during the course of the next few weeks, I watched the unfolding of some aspects of the dream. And my colleague confirmed that and uh, as I shared it with her. But there was one element of it that had not been fulfilled, and that was actually resigning from my position and actually coming away with the Lord. And so um, I knew at one point then it came 
the time to do that. And so I, I said, you know what? In six weeks, I'm moving on. I didn't really know what that would look like. My wife thought, yes, okay, that seems okay. <laughs> uh, but I think we all thought maybe, you know, a, a month or so. And mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, nobody would have guessed that it would have been 14 months. Mm-hmm. And wow. so um, that began a journey for us. I, you know, I had no idea what that would look like. Um, and we financially were not prepared for that. Let me start from the onset. Right. It wasn't like we had, you know, an abundance of savings set up. In fact, hardly anything worth mentioning. We had a line of credit. We just had our regular bills and everything. But my wife and I, she said yes, as I shared this with her. And she, we realized we were going to live off her part-time salary, ministry salad, salary. And so um, it we actually had to sit down and have some pretty intense conversations initially at the beginning to look at what was it that we were prepared to give up. When we looked at all our expenses and outlay, what could we feel we could give up? Mm-hmm. And then actually got us into a whole dialogue about what our needs and what our wants. And some mm-hmm. things we thought were needs actually shifted over into the wants category. And so, I mean, we wrestled through the whole thing. We cut cable. Our kids thought that was great. For us, it was like, oh, can we really do that? Even making the phone call <laughs> to cut it off was challenging to do that. We cut off the newspaper, something we both enjoyed Saturday morning, nothing like sitting down with a newspaper and a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and reading through that. And we had done that for years. So suddenly having to give up all those kinds of things, um, beginning to look at other ways we could s- reduce our expenses looking for groceries when things were on sale and targeting those kinds of things and not buying anything extravagant. We entered into um, what we call the no-spend zone, Mm -hmm. which you guys heard about during that time. We just said we didn't buy anything unless we needed it. Mm -hmm. Even Christmas and birthday gifts, we just cut back on how much we spent on those. We looked for special deals. Talking about Black Friday, you know, (laughs) those opportune times Mm -hmm. where you could actually cash in on some sales. The other part, you talked about patience. Um, That was the most significant piece for us. There were times where we just needed to be patient and say, okay, Father, this is our need here. Would you provide for us? Mm -hmm. Um, Even down to, um, Arlene was reminding me last night, you know, we decided we wouldn't have turkey for Thanksgiving because the expense of a turkey, a big turkey to do the whole family, that kind of stuff. We had decided we weren't going to do that. We were just going to do a very simple thing. It was about having family together. And I remember (laughs) that morning of that week, suddenly opening our front door and seeing a frozen turkey sitting on our doorstep. Somebody had given. To this day, we do not know who that was. And then even, I think, a week or two. Okay, I got to stop there, though. So a frozen turkey shows up on your doorstep, and I'm thinking, uh, if you remember WKRP in Cincinnati's Thanksgiving show, which we talked about not that long ago, that I'm thinking, did it just drop from the sky? Sorry. But but in in seriousness, so just to recap, so this, you know, Ray is telling us this story. You know, he has a dream. He feels God's asking him to step aside. I mean, that, that for some of the listeners is probably a real foreign thing. You know, it, it is, it is not a typical thing we see where a person stands up and says, well, well, maybe they do say it, but we think they're crazy. But there are confirmations in your life that's, were just really clear. Step aside with me. And that stepping aside with the Lord was really you spending time with him. 
Correct. and learning how to hear. That's right. And then on the practical side, I mean, you have a very supportive, loving wife. Yes. And I can't imagine it was easy always for either of you nope. to obey. We're not, I, that's one thing we want to clarify. This mm-hmm. obedience to the voice of the Lord, for one, for this level of obedience, mm-hmm. you really need a confirmation and, oh, and people definitely. supporting you around you. You just don't make that in a, and an isolated bubble, um, and then and then you need to do it as a couple because although you were That's hearing right. it, yes. Arlene had to be on side with you because she's the one who sat down with you then and said, you know, okay, yeah. how are we That's going right. to do this financially because we're living on a part time salary, and um, you know, I'm sure some people are drinking their coffee, maybe spewing it across the table, <laughs> even listening to this story, but um, but we're gonna get to that at the at the end. And what the benefits and what came has come out of that season, but mm-hmm. just that simplicity. And I guess we're doing this show because we want to encourage you who are listening that it can be done, that you can walk in obedience to the Lord. And he may not always throw a turkey on your mm-hmm. doorstep, That's right. but it can come in all kinds of ways when you start to learn. Because I th- would think one of the things you've learned is that G- Jesus, God, the Spirit is your source. Yes. And it's not just m- money he provides, mm-hmm. but in all kinds of ways. That's right. And in Matthew 6, 26, about how he looks after the birds of the air, that has been a theme at different seasons through our lives to say, you know what? Father loves the birds of mm-hmm. the air who seem meaningless, and yet he looks after his children. But it's usually our fear that rises up and inhibits us to just being patient or waiting on him or seeking his provision in a different direction. It may look a little different, but um, it comes as we're patient before him and that kind of stuff. So, yes, I, I would echo it. You know, my wife had a very clear word as I laid it before. She just knew. The Lord just said to her, I got this covered. Mm-hmm. Those were his words to her. And so she just had his peace suddenly in her mm-hmm. spirit. Now, she did think it would just be for the summer. <laughs> it started in May. And so she was like, so you're going to go and get a job now? And I said, well, I haven't felt the release yet. And then we watched the Lord continue to mm-hmm. provide. But you wrestle through those moments where you struggle. And it's like, God, is this in the midst of it? And I just realized, Lord, I need a sign from you that we are still on track. Mm-hmm. Am I hearing you correctly? You know, those confirmations. And then I said, I was very specific, Lord, I need a $1,000 given to us that would just say that you are going to continue to provide. Mm-hmm. And that week two checks came in a thousand dollars and that just that spoke volumes to my wife and to our children saying okay god this is so out of the box but yet you have a purpose in that and very early on in the journey my wife came home with the book from howard dayton your money counts and she said i think we need to read this right now this season so this is before compass had ever even been on my radar (laughs) i'd never heard of compass before that time and so she said okay and so I started reading it and was like, okay, Lord, this now has a place in my heart, my understand, because otherwise I would have just like, are you serious? I would have just not even given it any attention. But H- Had you ever talked about money uh, together the way you were talking in that season? Oh, never. Well, I mean, periodically, but we always made decisions financially together in terms of our giving and how we did things, but our spending styles were so different. Mm -hmm. And so having to begin to dialogue about the essence of those, I mean, that was one of the fruits then for us and not let it 
enter into conflict, mm-hmm. but realizing we needed to, you know, there were times where we just needed to walk away from the conversation and then kind of just re uh, <laughs> re-engage and come back again. It's like, okay, now my heart is settled. Okay, let's. this is not a personal issue. This is just we need to work together on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I'm going to throw another word in there. Reb, yeah. Reb you threw in simplicity yes. and, you know, and knowing the story and seeing the story and recognizing that unity is maybe another word we can throw in right here mm-hmm. as a theme. Unity right. between you and Arlene. Right. Unity between you and God and the Father and saying, okay, if Lord, if you're telling me to do this, Mm-hmm. then there's trust so there you know there's a, a unity coming towards the lord but also recognizing that that you got to work at the unity between arlene between the lord like it's not just oh it just shows up right, right. oh so no, it's, no it's you have hard to work, work at it it's hard work and a situation like that would show you quite clearly where there isn't unity i, mm-hmm. I mean we're not talking about dave and our story today but that's yeah, certainly that's one right. of the things that happened for us we're like oh we're really not on the same page or it's like you said you know it struck me you know you have same to get page we weren't in the same book yeah there's that but that the, it sounds funny, but, you know, having to give up a Saturday morning newspaper, I totally get that, yeah. you know, because it represents mm-hmm. something and you feel like, no, I don't like this is important to me. I need this. And then all of a sudden those thoughts get stripped away. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, I guess I could go to the library this week and pick up the paper. Like, you know, lots of people, lots of people do it. Lots of people, you know, a minimalist would tell you, well, that's how you just go to the library, get books. Don't buy books mm-hmm. if you don't need them in your oh, house. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a different, it's a shift. There's a big shift towards simplicity, which is completely opposed to our culture. Oh, very much. Very much. It's And so, you know, even during the course of that conversation and those months, I mean, we had many conversations with our friends watching us go through this journey. It's like, how are you doing this? You know, and and how do you come into agreement around what are needs and wants, things you mm-hmm. can live with and things you can't live without? Mm-hmm. And so and then praying things that seemed kind of strange, praying over our cards. My mm-hmm. wife reminded us we prayed over our clothes and our shoes. Sounds funny. But, you know, when Jesus said, you know, you did, when he called the disciples, he said, you don't need to bring anything with you. In essence, he was like, I'll cause my provision to come in. So it was like, Lord, would you extend the wear on our, even our cars Mm -hmm. or during that time? And God, God did do supernatural things. Mm -hmm. So what would you, so, okay, everyone's wondering, did you go into a lot of debt those 14 months? No, we did not. That was one of our agreements, my wife and I, was that we would not go into further debt at that point. And so we made some decisions. Now, I it was very humbling at times for me because I do most of the shopping. I did the shopping during that time. And so I'd be watching for sales. And then at times it was like, Lord, how are we going to provide Um and I had to go and take all my coins, which normally would just lay around. They'd be in a pile in some place in a can or a bag. Suddenly having to take them all to the, um, to the bank and, you know, have them sorted out so it can be a deposit in your bank or get some bills or even counting out my pennies because we still had pennies then. It was very humbling for me to mm. have to do that and was like, okay, Lord, this is part of you stretching me in this process at all. 
But you're still meeting our needs. But, you know, it's really interesting because my parents tell a story and my father's passed away. But when they were first married and they would have been married 69 years this month, you know, 69 years ago, my mother came home and she accounted for every penny in her purse. It was just what you did because pennies mattered because it was money. And we don't think of it that way. We're so easily on credit. That was just, you know, it was... My mom and dad said, it's just what we did. You mm. just, we had to, and one year he, they ate bologna and tomato soup and he went to Bible school and they had a new farm, you know, like it, it they just did what they had to take and they didn't have credit. So. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, you know, organic bologna and, and, you know, that <laughs> yes. kind of stuff. You know, again, recognizing the sacrifice, both just in healthy eating and, and that's how we justify it. I well, mean, that's right. And right again, you know, looking at it and saying, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I want to eat good food or I want to have healthy um, stuff. Nothing wrong with that, but mirroring it against, well, what is the reality? And, and again, as I'm, hearing your story and know our story and, and the, the hundreds and thousands of stories that I've heard in the work we do at More Than Enough is, is the, the reality of where you are at is just your reality. Mm-hmm. It's not a forever reality. It's not, uh, you know, it's just where you're at at that point of time and being aware of that and facing that and you and Arlene looking at each other and saying, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to count the pennies. We're going to whatever you did to, to avoid debt. Mm-hmm. But also to, yes. to follow what the Lord was asking you guys to do. Did you ever feel bitter or angry, either of you? Like with the process or the questions? I'm not sure bitter and angry. Well, I suspect at one or two points I would have been angry. Like, God, what are you doing? And how long is this going to last? <laughs> as much as there was great joy having fellowship with him, because I felt like he was really doing some things. Um, and... Yeah, I just had to die to a lot of dreams and anticipation and doing things that normally would do. You know, the car got smashed a little bit, and normally I would have gotten the bumper replaced. And it was like, no, we don't have the finances for it. That's more about my pride, about driving a vehicle that looks well and letting it just go and saying that's not really that important. So what would you say, I mean, either of you, to people who are going on this journey? Because a lot of people are thrown into the journey. A lot of people maybe don't maybe don't have that relationship with the Lord or aren't walking as closely or it's a foreign thing to hear your story, mm-hmm. but they've lost their job or they're frustrated in their job and they just quit or they want to pursue something else. And, and now they're anticipating a lack of income. What, what would you recommend? Like, what, what's your advice? I think the first thing, if, if I were to think about it, would be to come before the Lord right away and bring the situation. Because, you know, those things, I believe, are not hidden from the Lord, and there's a purpose in them. Mm-hmm. And so I always believe, Lord, what is it you want me to learn in this process, and how do you want me to see it? As David, you just said, you know, your story is just where you're at. Mm-hmm. And God knows that. But he has a larger picture, so he doesn't just leave us there. He has a journey that we're on. And so, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? And and then practically sitting down right away so you just don't get suddenly um, drawn into continuing your spending habits the way you would have if you mm-hmm. had a job, but right away saying, okay, Lord, we're prepared to pare back and make some hard decisions and have some hard discussions and go to places normally we would never want to go to. Mm-hmm. And kind of just looking at that seriously. 
I know. And I'm just, you know, we can recommend these things, right? Mm -hmm. Sitting down with your spouse and saying, or I'm losing my job, or I'm quitting, or those are never easy discussions together. But um, coming before the Lord together, and I just know that it's hard to do especially if you're not used to doing that as in a married couple. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's like we said at the beginning, you're either going to draw nearer to the Lord or you're going to draw further away. You, you can't bury your head about it. You have to face it, which is one of the acronyms we always use. You know, financial awareness creates empowerment, but we've got to, we have to face the situation and with the Lord, there's always hope. With the Lord, you know, you're here to testify that after 14 months, you didn't go in debt, further debt with a part-time salary. Now, you didn't have young children. You didn't have a lot of pe- kids in activities. When this no. kind of journey struck David and I, it was, uh, what I had I had a lot more questions. And maybe that's a, a, a show in itself to yeah, talk four, about. Four, five, six shows. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're not that's saying here today, David, we're not saying here today no. that this is easy. Oh. It isn't easy. It I isn't mean, easy. That's, that's what we're saying here today. It's not easy. It is not easy. And we only have a couple minutes left. And, and recognizing that uh, Ray, I think you said it just, just really succinctly there. You know, coming together. You know, if uh, and recognizing that th- that's there's a change, and if it's a change in income, you're going to live on half the income, whatever it is. That it is not um, kind of status quo. Everything's normal. Yes, the grocery bills, in fact, is going to change. Um, you know, those kind of things, and recognizing it, and coming up with a plan that you may not like. But you're going to have to live with until Mm -hmm. whatever happens, whether it's you get a job. I mean, again, often it's it's a loss of job or sickness or or something that has perpetuated this and and really responding to it and, and coming before the Lord and saying, Lord, I know that, you know, so what's my next step? What's the next thing that I need to do? You know, Lord. Uh, show me where I need to turn right and turn left uh, to find your provision and and to just be able to rest in that with the Lord. And to see clearly your heart. You know, that's part, that's the most challenging thing on this journey. It sure um, is. Where, you know, our heart is exposed for our desire that we're not content until we have the luxuries or whatever that I mean, I totally identify with that. You know, I like my Saturday morning newspaper with my coffee. And you know, it's something little, but for each of us, it's a different thing. Right. right. And it's something we're accustomed to having, and then it's taken away. It sounds really funny. But sometimes those are the biggest battlegrounds. Ray, why don't you pray for us today? Father, we thank you for um, Lord, that we are on a journey with you, and when we lose a job or um, quit or some other journey you ask us to go on, Father, that you are there in the midst of it, you ask us to trust you. And in that place, Lord, you surface issues of the heart, you cause us to make hard decisions. And I pray for our listeners today, Father, if you, we, whatever place they're in, Lord, would you help them and give them strength? Would you give them hope and faith, Father? Father, even for the hard decisions and the hard discussions, I ask that you give them the grace and the strength to be able to do that, the honesty with each other, uh, within their spouses and families, and the hard choices that need to be made, Lord, that you give them strength to be able to do that and to begin to find their way 
to keep moving forward, looking to you to provide, Lord, not in the moment, but at the times, Lord, where we need to wait patiently for you. And so, Father, I just ask for your blessing upon each person in listening to this program. Lord, may it stir hope and faith and encouragement in their hearts. And we just thank you for your presence and your guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, what a show. Um, thank there's you a lot more story there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ray, <laughs> for, for sharing. Go to compasscanada.org for, to get in touch with Ray if you mm-hmm. have some things you mm-hmm. want to question mm-hmm. him on or share. Sure. And I'm going to leave you with uh, three words. Simplicity, unity, and then back to James 5. Be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. So join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.